Welcome to Turn to Your Neighbor. This is the Christian Talk Show where we talk about the church, music, movie, social media, and a whole lot more. My name is Cliff, and this is Dr. T. Hey, neighbors. I'm back in the building. That feels good. Okay. To be back. Yeah. yeah. All, right. Be back All right. With my people, my Tuesday night people. What's up to all the neighbors out there? It's so good to have y'all with us. So good to be in the number one more time. Uh, mm -hmm. It's just great to see all of y'all. And good to have you back, Dr. T, of course. And Dre will be joining us. Don't worry, y'all. Black, All the Black Santa Gang crew, uh, the, the leader of Black Santa Gang, will be with us. You yes. know, sometimes some people have more important things to do. They tell you they, so things are more important without actually telling you. Mm. things are more important you know mm. <laughs> tell me you're better than me without actually telling me you're better than me that's what i mean to say but yeah but jay will be joining us soon so i promise yes. we will have a full crew today neighbors do me a favor right now wherever you are share hit the like button at the bottom of your screen if you want facebook uh hit the like button on youtube help us out you know if you know we're not charging nothing we we're not mm -hmm. taking donations yet mm -mm. so <laughs> so the least you could do which is to be to hit the like or share or both exactly it's, that you know, costs you nothing yeah, it costs nothing hitting the like mm -hmm. button is free it's free 99 yes free 99 thank you somebody actually hit it i, I see you thank you and i see you <laughs> i see you right where you are in your living room thank you very much is there another is there another Come on, somebody. Come on now. If you grab your neighbor's finger and the two of y'all touch the like button together, uh -oh. that counts too. Mm, touch and Come agree on. on this thing now. Touch the like button. Touch the like button together. Yes. So did you miss us while while you were going? I really did. Look. You had a withdrawal. This I've is, been on like these. I have up, been like out in these streets in the highways and byways of these university streets <laughs> talking about my research and whatnot let me say this no matter how old you get no matter how much money you make no matter how fancy your job gets mm -hmm. there are just some common denominators about humans okay, okay. um we don't have a lot of patience. Very true. And lots of people are gross. Okay. I have been on. Also very true. I think I've been on like 10 planes in the last month, something like that. Look. And so that means I've been in that many airports, right? Mm -hmm. People are gross. I, oh, yeah. I just have to get this out really quick. It's 2021. They introduced the automatic toilets that flush themselves mm -hmm. decades ago. Yes. Okay. Yes. At this point, it's very simple, folks. It's supposed to flush automatically. But if it doesn't, there is a button that you can push. Okay. Roll out some toilet paper and push that button. Or if it's one of those buttons where you can get to it with your foot, then step on it. But don't just leave the stall. 
if you haven't heard that good flush, okay? And here's the thing. You and Dre with the bathroom thing. Sometimes, because people are gross, okay? There's all kind of germs being spread. And I, I hate public toilets, but you know, when you've been on as many planes as I have, like, look, you don't have any choice. And then people are leaving, you know, people have forgot about you sing the ABC song twice or happy birthday song twice to wash your hands. None of just this. And guess what? If there's no soap coming out of the dispenser at your sink, then go to the next soap dispenser. That's all I'm saying. Don't be gross. Corona is still out here. And this is the last thing. I was on a flight from Boston to Harrisburg. By the way, state college people, Harrisburg Airport is the ish, okay, compared to state college. Let me just say that. I had no idea. I had no idea. First of all, I got to park in the garage and then walk straight from the garage to the terminal. I'm I'm like, I'm like, oh my gosh, they have a Starbucks in here. Okay. So I watched, I'm on a plane back from Boston. It's supposed to have fancy people on it, you know, people in business suits, people who got fancy computers, whatever. I watched a man, a grown man, a man who probably has a very nice 401k. <laughs> Dig into his nose. You assuming? Dig into his nose. Yeah, I'm assuming based on how he was dressed. And you know, he just had it's like the people who travel with just a laptop bag. He dug into his nose, Cliff, and then ate it. <laughs> Kid you not. First of all, you have a, your mask is too low. He's sitting there digging in his nose. Did he pull out a juice? Did he pull out a juice box and eat orange slices right after that? <laughs> no. <laughs> what is, is he like seven? I mean, I was shocked. I was shocked. And I'm like, does he not? There are other people here, dude. I know the lights are dimmed in the cabin, but we can all see you. You know, this is one of those tiny planes. I yeah. am just been floored by how disgusting people are. We just have to do better as humans. And yeah. I am shocked that. COVID has just come to us now. And I am telling you, there is more coming because people are gross. That's yeah. all. I'm convinced that airline travel brings out the worst in humanity. It yeah. just does. I yeah. don't know what about it. it maybe yeah. it's being in that confined space or something. I don't know. It just brings out the worst in humanity. Yeah, it was It was bad. It was bad. All right, so we're going to get to it. And Dre will join us whenever he just comes in the house mm -hmm. all right first thing i want to talk about is i'm not sure if you heard but this was a pretty big story earlier this week but um six hundred thousand dollars was found in the wall of lakewood church in houston mm -hmm. texas and for those of you don't know don't know lakewood church is where joe Osteen is the pastor so there was a plumber doing renovations and he was um Looking behind the toilet, he's lifting up the toilet, going into the wall, and boom, six thousand dollars just falls out about five hundred envelopes. He says just yeah. falls out of the wall. <laughs> Apparently, um, 
And of course, the plumber reports it, it takes the takes the envelopes, reports it to the, the church's uh, facility staff. Mm-hmm. Apparently, um, this money was part of a theft. Um, back in 2014, um, money was stolen from the church that they had never recovered right. up until now. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if you were this plumber, would you be so quick to just hand the church back their money? Or would you be like, oh, I found $500,000? Oh, no, Absolutely. They've got cameras all over that place. Mm-mm. I turn it in. Okay. It's not worth it. And it's church too. See, now had I found it, I was listening to a podcast. This person found similar thing. It wasn't a wall, but it was like a back room mm-hmm. that he just never went into. He was renting this house mm-hmm. and he just decided to go into the back room one day and it was a bunch of cash. In that case, I might be tempted. I won't say that I would do it, but as a younger Tamika would have been tempted to take a stack. So somebody stole two, two, six hundred. Excuse me. Somebody stole six hundred thousand dollars from this church, right? And then proceeded to hide it in the wall. Yeah. Yeah. This is basically. I'm not sure if anybody's ever seen the movie Blue Streak with Martin Lawrence, but mm. this is pretty much the plot to that movie where he he's a jewelry thief. Has a diamond and he's he's like robbing um, the cops are corner him in his building. So he hides the diamond in the building, goes to jail, does his time, comes out, and then tries to that that uh, building ends up being a police precinct. And so he has oh, to like yeah. infiltrate the police precinct that right. is a cop now to, to right. try to get that diamond. This is right. pretty much that movie in real life. So except yeah. nobody ever came back. So in 2014, somebody stole his money, and years later, nobody ever yeah. went and tried to get it back. Um, but the the plumber who uh, initially he was anonymous, and now his name is uh, have he I think is uh, Justin the plumber. Justin the plumber. Justin the plumber. Justin the plumber ended up getting a reward for finding his money. Yes, Twenty thousand dollars that he got. Wow. Um, yeah, crime uh, Crime Stoppers had put up um, had put up some money. And no, I'm sorry, he got $25,000. Crime Stoppers had uh, put up a reward initially when, when the money was first stolen in uh, 2014. And then Lakewood Church put up another $20,000 reward on top of wow. that. Of course, all these years, nobody found it. The money was just sitting there. Well, the, the church donated the money to Crime Stoppers after 2014 had passed and mystery went unsolved. Uh, Crime Stoppers kept it. But now they had the $25,000 and they just handed it over to Plumber Justin for finding the money. Plumber Justin was just on his job, finding money. Mm, he was and in now, the right place at the right, right place. time. Hey, now he got $25,000. That's just like Jesus, right? <laughs> to show up right when you need him while you doing what you're supposed to be doing. I love that. I'm glad that he was well compensated for doing the right thing. Um, this is a lot of money, which is probably why it was still hidden in the wall. This is a lot of money to try to get out of the church at one time. So that's what people have to keep in mind. It's like, if you're moving this around, you have to think about how do I, especially those checks, especially those checks. I, I have experienced, you know, theft, I think is pretty routine right i think a lot of churches experience some kind of theft in their history um especially if they've been around for 
a minute. And then it makes you realize actually how fluid sometimes things are, especially for smaller churches. Now, Lakewood, I'm sure, has things tighter. Um, but at some of the smaller churches, it's the security could be tighter, I'll say. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we, we, we have to keep that in mind. How, how you're able to steal $600,000 from a church is... Beyond. I think probably gradually... And, and it, the like person it just wasn't kept, from one. And it, it they wasn't just kept stuffing list. it in the wall. I think that what I don't they, know what their process was. It was somebody with access gradually. to their safe. The money was in a safe, so somebody with access to their oh. safe. Oh, yes. But I don't see. Well, I think taking it all at once is too much heat. Well, if you take it as hot in the wall, I guess it don't matter. Yeah. Of course, <laughs> the internet had to have fun with this. I want to show y'all. Check out this graphic that somebody uh, created. <laughs> when you get a call about a clogged toilet in a Houston megachurch. And for the audio listeners, it's a picture of Super Mario. Hmm. And it's when he's in a room just full of coins. Jumping down. So. That's cute. That is cute. All right. We're going to move on. Uh, next thing I want to talk about. Wait, I have uh, one quick question. Oh, go for it. How much money do you think Lakewood brings in on a typical Sunday? It has to be a lot if $600,000 just doesn't hurt you at all. Right. I mean, so they lost $600,000 and business kept kept going. Like nothing. So mm -hmm. do you think like half a mil, 250? Got to be. I mean, Something. they, they have church in a former basketball arena. Right. So it's got to be like a healthy six figures that they're bringing in on the regular. Yeah. Easy. That just Easy. boggles my mind. I, I just wanted to, and I just wanted to guess. And that's just people who actually attend. That's not including people who watch and send and give money. online. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. They're big money. Yeah. Big money. So I came across this and I thought it was interesting. And um, so Hezekiah Walker, he recently received a $2 million check for his, for housing project that he, he's doing. So, um, you know, city officials in New York, they gave him and his church $2 million for a housing project that they're doing. They're, they're um, trying to build affordable housing in the area uh, where the church is. Hmm. And so that's interesting in and of itself. But what I found more interesting is that he says in, in the post where he, he's showing this picture, he says he was going to build a new building. This is before the check. So he before he even got the check, um, when they were deciding to do this housing project, he was going to build a new church building. But uh -huh. he decided not to build a church building and instead build this housing, this low income housing project to help people. Wow. And so I thought, how many churches would do that? And and before before y'all before y'all go there, I know I know there are there are plenty of ministries that have uh, housing projects and a new building. You know we can walk and chew bubblegum at the same time. I know sure. I know, yeah. But how many churches would do you think would do this? Would have would say no? We're not going to build a new building. We're not going to do something that yes it would it may benefit others. But I mean when you build a new building, you you pretty much build it to benefit the people who attend the church. Uh -huh. Uh. So we, we're going to, we're not going to benefit ourselves. We're going to build this build. We're going to build this housing project to help low income people. 
Right. To to really make an impact in the community. I don't, I think this is amazing. I'm so glad that they're getting external support for this because I think a lot of times the church is doing a filling a lot of gaps. Churches are filling a lot of gaps that are left between government and, you know, other charitable organizations or whatever. And they don't always get a lot of respect or credit or help um to ref- to to advance the efforts that they they actually have going on. So I'm glad that something like this is happening. You know, I hope they got everything tight and right. And you know that sometimes, you know, you get a you get a, something a little bigger than than what you can manage. So I I, ho- I hope this ends up very well for them. But I don't think a lot of churches would do this. I don't think that a lot of churches have the capacity to do this. So it's like you may have to do it on like your scale, like maybe your church, depending on what kind of resources and professionals you have access to, maybe a Habitat for Humanity house or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Where you start. But But I, I love this. Yeah, how many? I just don't know any churches that would for. I'm sure there are churches that would do this. You would forego building your own building to build a housing facility. Like that's that's crazy. It is. No, but here's okay. Here's my question now. So, just being completely real here, could this also be a source of revenue? Because oftentimes, low income residents have other types of support like section eight. Oh yeah people gonna so pay rent they're gonna be a land so is the church becoming a landlord yeah also? people yeah okay. people are gonna pay rent i mean i don't i i not knowing the specifics um i know that they're not having, having people live there for free like you're gonna pay rent to live there oh definitely. right definitely i just thought i've i have been part of many churches that have mm-hmm. had dreams and visions of building new buildings and this has now made me rethink every time i hear a church say we're going to build a new building this has made me rethink that and my Mm. current my current church has dreams and visions of of building a building and really this has made me rethink that when i hear that now i'm going to think about this and how can we use this money in another way do we think that's going to decrease though in oh, this no. like post no, oh. it, not post we still in covid really like we don't think it's going to slow down slow down with the design the building. of buildings yeah um no be, well cuz i think even though a lot of us are comfortable watching online i still think that there's still pent up demand for people to gather together Mm-hmm. There's still pent up demand for people to be out, um, mm-hmm. especially when you think about the the travel, the travel numbers from the holiday season. I still think yeah. it's it's pent up demand. Um, mm-hmm. So the the real if, if your church is progressive enough at, at the point where you can build a building, I don't think you're really worried about people coming back. Right. You know if you if you're on that trajectory now, if your church is dying a slow death, then you mm-hmm. probably you probably not trying to build a building anyway. Right. And so it's a whole story. But if you if you feel like your church is growing and is blossoming, and a lot of churches, not every church is crying poor during the pandemic. 
A lot of churches, oh, yeah. They, yeah, a lot of churches had their online have strategy. Had ink. Yeah. They had people giving online, sending yeah. their money, and they were doing fine. So I think I've their church is on that trajectory. Increasing. Yeah. Oh, actually. yeah. Yeah. My yeah. church. A lot of my places. church, uh, they said I the giving increased. Um, yeah. so if you're on that trajectory, I think you're not worried about uh, mm -hmm. what the pandemic is doing. Once once everything really opens back up, uh -huh. I think people but I'm just thinking we'll in the in the are we and I think this is a question we've sort of been asking repeatedly, you mm -hmm. know, on the on the podcast is are is anything going to change really in terms of overall church culture? So will not that you can't afford a building, a new building necessarily, mm -hmm. but will churches start to prioritize more things that have high community impact like this? over and above not to say at the complete expense of or to the neglect of buildings because i don't think church buildings are going anywhere but will we start to see a different kind of more of this kind of thing that would be nice that would be nice if if more churches would prioritize the community that would be nice like your church should have a community strategy i think mm. um, and i don't think a lot of churches have that um but that would be nice. But yeah. I don't think we all there yet. I think a lot of us are still, we like our our um, our country club type of church where it's it's just us and we have our good time and and that's it. Then we go home. Yeah. Mm. Okay. All right. I want you and the neighbors to check out this video. Uh we have played so many baptism videos and just when you think you have seen it all, it's just people just figure out new ways to do stuff. So I want y'all to check out this video of this baptism. And um, it may not look um, out of the ordinary, but just okay. notice how, how long this is taking. <laughs> Eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen. Yeah, and now they bring them up. So, <laughs> did you notice, neighbors? Did you notice how long my man was underwater? Like at least fifteen seconds. I, I, I like no. Like hey, yeah, no, no, I no, no, seen, no, no. I have seen people. I have seen, I'm just going to say, I have seen black people get baptized for a lot less. And as soon as they go down, they start flailing their arms yes. and legs and carrying on. I just, I could just imagine Lakeisha uh -uh. getting baptized. That with, whole pool, first of all, that whole pool is getting overturned yeah. because it's a tiny pool. For, yeah, I'm not sure why it's they have to be in the pool. It's not fit for three grown adults. Yeah, I'm not sure why they have to be in the pool to, to make this happen. They could easily just stand on the side. This is not fit for three grown adults, yeah. first and foremost. This should not be happening. Um, <laughs> this was not approved. Uh, you need to sign a liability waiver to get baptized at this church. This is absolutely insane. Yeah, and of course, the neighbors are already going in. So Fitz said they're trying to kill that man. Yes. 
And he also said, sir, you need to get your lawyer and start pressing charges. Not Where's only he? is he, look how the little girl comes yeah. up. At one point, it's like, oh, shoot. Evidence. <laughs> let, me, uh, let me record. Let me get all up close. We're just saying that's attempted murder. Yeah. And, of course, Steven, Steven's saying, like we saying, yeah. why are all three people in the pool? Like, the other two the, can just be The water the can barely stay in the pool yeah. because there's too many of them. They also have on street clothes, the people doing the baptism. Yeah. So maybe it's an impromptu. Um, it's Even not more, like the this takes the like, you know how some it's like the immersion. Some people like you have to be completely submerged. Some people like do the sprinkle. It's not like the longer you stay under, the more holy you get. Uh -uh. Even, even more reason for them to if it's impromptu, even more reason for them to not be in the tub with him in the pool. Yeah. This well, is I'm, not no. What is the justification for him being down? And that they're way? actually, I think they have. I think the one minister in the white has his hands over his mouth because he starts off with this hand, one hand over the mouth. Look. Uh, welcome, brother. Do you have uh, something to say? Hey, we have all. Can you hear me? Am I? Yes, on? we can okay. hear you. You, you. We, we have all known those ministers who say, if you don't go down long enough or all the way under, that they're gonna dip you again. If you this wasn't a double dip. They just kept the mother for under for almost thirty seconds. I think this was like holiness slash scared straight. You know what I'm saying? It was like, hey, this is what it could feel like if you don't get your life right. And they just held him down there because it looked like they, they, he was struggling a little bit, if I saw it correctly. This is waterboarding in the name of Jesus. Oh, yeah. And I strongly disagree. This is torture. It's something. I'm, I'm uncomfortable watching it. <laughs> As and and are his, his legs were sort of moving That's what at I the said. end. He, uh -uh. He was struggling. Props, props to him for holding it together that long. I love the fact that he came up holy though. He didn't cuss nobody out. He exactly. didn't swing. He came up just just re re-energized. Exactly. Amen. Amen. No. Uh, Donna said uh this pool is is giving very much uh summer at Big Mama's house. <laughs> it is. It, it is. That's Where a high quality. Are they? they look house. like they're in a garage. You know what? You asking too many questions, and you're gonna get us all arrested behind <laughs> watching this. I don't know what kind of link he got this one off of. <laughs> my, my good sis got in close too. I think mm -hmm. she had beef with him. My good sis in the the, the tan that's or the probably, peach skirt here. His family. Uh huh. That's and she's like, oh, like, oh no, he's going down. Hold him, hold him. I guarantee you, you heard it. She's saying, hold him. That and that's why they needed might... two people because they are gonna have they had to suppress his natural survival instinct. <laughs> she natural... might be the type that's but you know them sisters that have been waiting so long for their man to come to the Lord. Mm -hmm. And now that that moment <laughs> is finally here, either that or that brother had done her wrong several times and she knew he needed to wash some stuff off and, of him. So she's like, what? hold him down. And guess hold him what? Down. Oh man. Is that Steve said, is that be, a big screen TV behind him? I'm not, not sure what that is. That, that might be a TV behind him. It does look Refle like a TV. Reflecting stairs, yeah. <laughs> There's a this lot is, going on is, here. Is, no. no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> this is like, I can imagine the next scene. This is a ransom video. Like, this is the first act. This, this definitely could have gone horribly wrong. <laughs> 
and the baby was sitting I right there. Help beyond just... my will. That's crazy. And I, why wait, are they holding his head like that? I'm about to done. say, if we go back and watch this one last time here, mm-hmm. I I am now convinced he may have came up swinging. Because they did some editing. This is aggressive. They did some editing. No, seriously. Watch when he gets ready to come up, and then they cut to him peaceful at the end. He comes up a little aggressive, fighting for his, his legs life. and stuff are starting to move. He's thrashing. Yeah. He's swinging just a little. Okay. All of a sudden, well, moves. no, that's the beginning. That's not the. Yeah. Cut oh, that's that the beginning. beginning. Okay. Yeah. That's because that. he he's his face is dry. That's the beginning. That whole thing is a little suspect, brother. <laughs> oh, he okay. might have smacked two or three people on the way out. It, it might have happened. Well, I, I hope he's alive. If not, you know where he is. Amen. Because his name has been written oh, in the no. no too soon, too soon. Okay. He, he I'm sure he. I'm, he, I'm sure, sure he is yet with us and yet alive. Was cut off from his brain for a little too long. <laughs> for a little bit, at least. All right. So we're gonna move on. Uh, a couple weeks ago, Fred Hammond did a concert at uh, Agape Church in in Rawway, New Jersey. Okay. Uh, shout out to them because this is their video I'm about to play. Um, okay. And he made some interesting, well, it was on YouTube. So, it's fair oh, okay, game. we good. Okay. It's fair oh, game. Yeah. I'm not playing no music. He's just talking. We're getting kicked shout off the out air to you. again. We're your content. He's just, he's just talking. <laughs> fair use, fair use. I took a class. It's fair, this is fair use. <laughs> you definitely are psych 101 ing it right now. Is, you definitely is, are. Go ahead. Uh, this is a, this is a telecom. What well, got com one something. This is fair book, use. That, that All book. right. So, um, Fred Hammond has some interesting comments about the the state and the the current state in the future of the gospel music industry that I want you and the neighbors to check out. We also just released a brand new project. I didn't want to do another album. I didn't want to. I'm just tired. Uh, social media and streaming is is ridiculous, and it's no way to invest and really make your money back. And there's an expectation on my seed, and streaming has taken everything. They found a way to, to kill the industry, and unless you're a hip-hop artist saying all the craziest stuff you can possibly say, that's the only way you get millions upon millions upon millions of streams. Then you need millions, I mean 10, 15, 20, 30 million to make some noise. And gospel artists are making, are doing 600,000 streams, 500, nothing, nothing. The industry is dying. So I was like, I'm cool, man. I retired. I'm good. I'm good. And the Holy Ghost told me, do one more. Had a hip hop company come to me and say, Uncle Fred, since 2017, since you've since streaming started to now, you have streamed 350 million streams with no record on it. Would you give us millennials one more? And we want you to do some new, but we want you to do some of that old Fred. I said, okay, we'll do it. So I just released it last Sunday. It's called appropriately Sunday Morning Fred. We also all right. Uh so what do y'all think? Fred Hammond says that the gospel music industry is dying and he he pretty much attributes it to streaming. What do y'all well, think he, about that? He better check he better check Mass City streams. I just looked up Gyro and it's at 45 million. So maybe what some folks may be doing is, is dying, but some people are thriving. Well, is Mad, Mad City is not gospel. 
Ah, in the gospel. No, wait. When I said this, I didn't. I didn't dispute you. I, um, I don't think Max. Well, go ahead. But continue. Continue. Massey, I think is. I think the gospel choir is gospel. I don't think Chandler is necessarily gospel. But that's we're getting. We're going to get off on a tangent here. Um, I don't know what this had to do with the ministry side of things. Like I understand he wanted to have this moment. But yeah. what was this doing with ministry? Like he's there to minister, right? Like that's what you've been well, either I, I, invited this, or contracted to do. This was part of his whole segue. So he was he had he had just done just to set the scene. He had just done some music. He had done some of his songs, and so mm -hmm. he was about to segue into. And right after he he says this, he talks about the movie that he um, he produced with Nick Cannon that's coming mm -hmm. out. He talks about his album that he just mentioned, Sunday Morning Fred. And then right after this, he sings the song Yahweh from Sunday mm -hmm. Morning Fred. So this was his segue. You know, he okay. just, you know, just want to talk to the people, say some words. <laughs> and just Basically, he's saying, I mean, he was saying all this, say, I wasn't going to do another album, and here's why. But then mm -hmm. these people came to me and, and talked me into doing another album. And this is what the album is about. And so here's <laughs> the, the uh, single from that album. Fred was in his feelings. He could have yeah. just gone into the song. He could have, but he, he wanted to drop some knowledge on the people that I wasn't I wasn't going this way. Mm -mm. But they called me. Rich people stay wanting you to feel bad for them. <laughs> it's like I don't, I don't okay. think do you think, but do you think he wants you to feel bad for him? Or do you or is, is he just trying yeah, to give because you a, a look into the industry? I he was think he's waiting himself as some sort of Martyr or victim yeah, or like um a presenter of the old guard and to say now he's right in that the music industry is a treacherous awful industry right but it's i don't think that's a new thing and streaming right. has changed things but it hasn't just changed things for gospel artists I think that streaming has changed things for lots of artists. And so that's why you see artists are not just artists, but they are brands. Right. So they will lend their brand name to fast food companies Popeye. or to fashion companies or to, or they'll have a reality show or now they also have to be in movies or they got to be, have a radio show or whatever. You can't just, nobody's making the money they used to make. But, and Just I think that's his overall point. Art. And I think that's his overall point, and especially in gospel. I think part of his point was that gospel artists, you're just not going to make as much money as as a non-gospel artist would. For A, you, you'll get more streams in the non-gospel area. And B, like you said, you have there's more other opportunities uh, for non-gospel artists to do all these branding and other and other things. You saying there's not opportunities? There, there's more opportunity. There's more opportunities oh, yeah. for a non-gospel artists to do branding and other stuff oh. that gospel artists get. Um, I think, but and plus, you know, and one thing, the last two years have taken away a big chunk of people's money because there's not as much touring because of COVID. Right. And even before streaming, people would tell you you make more money touring and doing for shows sure. than you would selling selling records and CDs. And that might be a thing. Chris Townsend has something very funny to say. And it's not funny, but it's true. <laughs> the, the Google says his net worth is five hundred thousand, so he may need people to buy the album. Well, I mean, it's a good point because if he's producing movies and he got he bought that whole big garage, 
that he done set up his last the warehouse yeah. that he yeah. done set up his last three things in. That's Somebody got to pay to keep that heat on. That's so poor money. Maybe management. Maybe that brother. The warehouse. I think the warehouse is a really no. Good I'm talking about if he if his net worth is half a million dollars. It's people listening to this podcast whose net worth is half a million. Uh, I think it's probably more than that because I've seen pictures of his house. And his house is at least. I, I but hope he it, it depends on how much he how owns, much he owns up the, the house. house. Yeah. So he <laughs> could true. be leveraged up to his eyeballs. Yeah, this sounds like a little bit of that. Mm-hmm. I, I would believe it because I, I, I just think that for artists now, the the game has changed, mm-hmm. and if you want to if you want to do music, you got to change with the game. Yes. And I think even though it's it's a different art form, I think if you look at Kev on stage, he kind of put a blueprint down of what you what you got to do. You got to have something. You got to basically you got to have a presence on social and you got to do whatever you can to build up your social as much as you can. And it may take a while. It may take years. Like I remember Kev on stage would be doing um, Periscope videos on his way Mm -hmm. to work. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> so you gotta you gotta you gotta build up your social, but then once you have a following, you can just start setting up your own tours. And gospel artists have a big advantage because there's a lot more venues. You could do churches, so you could set up your own tours and, and shows at churches. You get you and you get another artist that's on your level, and y'all y'all just say we're gonna be at these locations. Here's how you buy tickets. You can set up your own tours, just like Kevin on stage did. Right. And it's, and you don't have, and I think it's a lower investment as well in terms of what you guys do. You don't have to do what Beyonce does at her tours, right? Oh, yeah. You know, you have you a good band and all that, and you can, I think you can still make plenty of money. But like Donna is saying, you have to be able to adapt. And if you don't want to adapt, then. I mean, because some people were saying, I'm sure when he came out, people were saying, well, I don't want to have an R&B sound or I don't want, you know, whatever the case may be. There's always something that changes in the industry that some people are resistant to. But, you know, you've got to either you you you've got to. there's just really no excuses. I don't feel sorry for you. I mean, I don't you think got he's saying this. I don't me. think he's saying this to us to feel sorry for him, though. It sounded like it. Just, I think well, he's asking for a I little. I the context of the whole pity. thing. I think he's just trying to explain this is why I wasn't doing music, and now this is why I am doing music. He, he's trying to explain to y'all I wasn't doing records because it wasn't profitable. I wasn't doing records because I wasn't getting return on my investment. Right. I'm doing a record now because I was asked to. He also doesn't know how to use. He said, "I stream this many streams." I'm pretty sure he used stream well, the, the, the and, brother, in ways that is not intended. But okay, this many. Yeah, this, the brother is sixty. So Showed his age. He's sixty. He's, he's in his sixties. Yes, he's in his sixties. Yeah, he's more than sixty. He's in his sixties. Yeah. I didn't 70. realize that. Yeah. Because that's the point I actually wanted to hit. Um, aside from that good Beijing he got in his he in his chat, great. That's the thing. It's it's all if you've seen him because he had a surgery or something this past summer. I'm a big Fred head, mm-hmm. yeah. and so he went real real natural for a little bit during this COVID. Mm-hmm. And you he saw Fred's real age uh, age yeah. when all that dye came out his face. It was like, oh yeah. You was always my daddy. Like, like you, you, he ain't young. You know what I'm saying? Oh, and so I think he just, just the look. 
you know, yeah, yeah. And, 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 yeah. the glasses and, and, and all that. Oh, yeah. It's the look. Okay, got oh, yeah. you. Yeah, he went, he went real aged for a little bit You don't have no there. gray in here, so he, mm -hmm. he fixed if, if that up. Okay. Exactly. If you look right here, gotcha. that's what the, he let the little gray stay. Like, nah, I think the brother is tired and I, because I find it interesting. I never knew he, quote unquote, stopped making music because he was always doing something, releasing something via YouTube. Like, if you really yeah. follow Fred, music was always coming out and you had a chance to buy it. Like, me and you bought something like a concert he, he did. Was doing during, a, he was doing, he was doing COVID. concerts during COVID. Yeah. And he was doing, um, he had just like, Playish kind of thing. He was doing like plays kind of thing going on. So he was always do, being doing creative stuff. So it never felt like he wasn't around. And if he would just follow the model that 2021 uh Billboard Gospel Artist of the Year Kanye West is set down, he'd be okay. What model is that? The Kanye West model. I'm not exactly sure what it is, but okay. he's gospel. He's, he's gospel artist of the year off because the, the Kanye him. model is go do hip hop. Become a real big name and then change mm -hmm. genres. Yeah, <laughs> no, no, that's the kind that, of that model oh, is costs yeah. you more than it gains you. So, so. Right. <laughs> you talking about for your soul, you talking about something larger. Uh, yeah, <laughs> so, <laughs> indeed. So, you're talking, talking about music and albums. I want y'all to check this out. Uh, and shout out to I am LaSalle, I, I am LaSalle on Instagram because mm. that person came up with this graphic, but uh. These are all of Kirk Franklin's albums on the screen. Yes. Uh, which album do you think? Well, in my mind, is which one is the best? But we will. Which one is your favorite? We'll be nice about it. Which one is your favorite? I was prepared for this. Hero, right. which is the two thousand five. That's my favorite. Hero. Okay. And that it's was followed closely by losing my religion. That's for nice. me. See and see and this, and here, ladies and gentlemen, Doctor T has now. That would be the young person's response. Doctor T Thank is now. Proof that she now is let's listen to the old people talk about <laughs> their <laughs> talk about this stuff you before brother, the internet. Go, you want to go because because you know I, I can go all day on this. So you want? I know because first of all, the way I'm afraid he Free is a Kirkhead to the ahead. next level. If you if you um if you want to talk about what I think was musically best, probably was 2002. Um. I forget the name of this album. The, album uh, the Rebirth of Kurt Franklin. Rebirth of Kurt Franklin. I think it's a great album. Yes. Especially what that what they did vocally. I think the most impactful album for me is 95. And so the I'm Christmas glad album? they put his Christmas album I, is impactful and it has been around for a long time, brother. Now, yes, this may be my, you know, Santa Gang in the building. Right. This may be some of my bias here. Yes. But that's a great album. That's a mm -hmm. great album right there. You, Dr. T is laughing at me. I'm telling you, the Christmas album is the Christmas one. Album, it's probably, it's, it, so here we go. Rebirth, <laughs> here we go. The rebirth of Kurt Buckle Franklin. Up. And, and I'm not, I'm not, this is not hyperbole. The rebirth of Kurt Franklin is in the conversation for greatest gospel album of all time. Yes. Like, this, there's a short list and a rebirth I, of Kurt I, Franklin. I, I see that. And I said this about show up, but if aliens came down and said, show me your gospel music, you hand them. A stack of CDs, well, uh, some music and that includes the rebirth of Kurt Franklin. Okay, it is, in my for, in my opinion, it is the best gospel artist of all time. Uh, now, the most impactful. Well, let me stay on rebirth for a minute because there's a song of rebirth. Y'all out here for Easter. Y'all out here singing "Now Behold a Lamb." Y'all singing "Now Behold a Lamb" for Easter. Y'all singing it for Christmas, and y'all are totally missing "Don't Cry." 
Don't yeah. Cry is 80 million times a better Easter song yes. than Now Behold the Lamb. Well, first of all... There's like a whole skit on this. He did some things <laughs> on the Rebirth that were phenomenal. I mean, Hosanna is also... It, 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 it's a beautiful... It's yes. a good, like... It's a good album that bridges traditional yes. with contemporary. Yes. And so and I, I'm for this. And you can you can get your liturgical dance on. That's what I want to say. <laughs> yes. Don't and cry is the official like liturgical dance. Yes. I've My, seen yes, it is, everything. It is definitely a better Easter song than, than <laughs> now behold the lot, notes out the, real the long. Reason. You can get you some good spins in there. <laughs> The reason yes. you don't hear it as much, "Don't Cry" is actually very tough to the sing. The vocals, oh yeah, yeah, you got to have good vocalists. To, to like pull it off. he has some tough vocalists on there, and so that's oh, yeah. why I don't think you hear people attempting it as much. It's hard, and it's actually very hard to play as well. Um, if you think about, it. he had a big band, he had a big sound, he had some skilled yeah. artists there. I, I need so a musician to confirm whether it's hard to play or not. I, I, I can't speak to that. But oh, and the DVD. Is oh. better is better than the than the, the audio version because the DVD doesn't cut out. Um, looking Rich. out for me with Willie Neal Johnson. Oh, the CD Jesus. cuts off a lot of Will, Willie Neal's verses. And Willie's I stuff. was happy for that. <laughs> Anything that cuts out Willie Neal or Rance Allen, full. cut it out. Cut it so, all the way out. I'm, so I'm going to challenge you. A most Jesus impactful. Rance I would Allen. I would say the most impactful is 97 God's Property. Because yes. of Stomp. Stomp, yeah. Because yeah. Stomp is like the most crossover gospel song probably ever. Like arguably was, one of the most divisive and albums. One of the most divisive, too. Exactly. Like mm. I mean, the generations, the generation because, X and the boomers were like because people was upset they was playing get Stomp this rap club. out of church. Yeah, <laughs> well, that part is in rap. Yeah. <laughs> they was playing Stomp in the skating rings when it wasn't gospel night. Like right. like they was playing Stomp everywhere. There would be no uh, Mary Mary, you know, that sort of, I think, lineage and a bunch of people without oh, yeah. Kirk. Oh, yeah. And without Stump. Yeah. I, I, it's funny how everybody remembers it. Chris Townsend's killing me. I have PTSD from my mom playing the 1993 Kirk cassette. Amen for cassettes, brother, as we drove to long, hot church services. That is, I think 93 is actually probably one of his weaker albums. Well, if you look silver at the, and gold on there. Yeah. And if you look at the body, his body. Silver first of and all, gold is one of the best. If you look at the body, like overall body, I think, I think like well, the man yeah. is tough, yo. Yeah, but because Kirk is one of the. It's Kirk. Right. It's Kirk top two, and maybe not number two. And what? Overall gospel artist, oh, like I'm just. One. Other oh. other gospel artists call him the goat. Like he's number one. Like let's uh, let's hmm. stop this. Other okay. gospel artists like on national TV oh, call him so the hard. Yeah, I'm about to say that's that was. Not, wild. I'm not saying singer. I'm just saying person who records gospel music, gospel artist. Yes, he, he is the number one. I'm not saying singer. Person okay. who records gospel music. Kurt is the goat. Like it's because and the, he and the gap between Kurt and number two is farther than the gap between one and two in any other genre of music. We have discussed this before. Facts. Facts, and it's also because Kirk's it. genius <laughs> unlocks the brilliance in other artists. Okay, every other artist that he works with, whether they're traditionally secular or traditionally gospel, 
he's worked with some CCM people, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He unlocks the best in them. And so he's one of those people that um, I would just love to watch him do what he does. Because I know it probably gets super intense. Um, (laughs) And he'd probably be a Yanla fix my life and the people and everything. Like, I feel like he demands greatness. Mm-hmm. Um and vulnerability and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, I the one yeah. thing I I'm still a little mad with Kirk right now. Uh, what was the last joint he put out a banger? Uh, the love at was, Christmas. Thing? No, it was a banging album, a banging a, a a song, and it had one of the babies on it, and it ruined the whole track for me. He he had it was he had a rapper on it. Like it was just re- it was one. Of the, oh, you're talking about the the, um, the Space Jam joint? Yeah, okay, it was yeah, Space yeah. Jam. The we the we win, we win. Trash. Yeah, we win. Yeah. Trash. If that rapper just would have stayed home that day, the rest of that album would have been fire. Yeah, the song is the song is fire until the song. Hit. The beat is hard. The, beat the song is fire. Is fire. Yeah. And then this rapper starts talking. I said, "Who invited yeah. him?" Yeah. And I never felt so old in that moment. I was like, "You got this hubba hubba on here, and this kid needs to go sit home." <laughs> Because it was trash. So here is the significance of 90, the 93 album. And I heard this on like a documentary about it once. That the 93 album shipped gold. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So before, so it went, so basically I think it went gold before, like, I'm not sure what ship gold means. I think it means it went gold before, like, pre-order. You could buy it in stores. Yeah. Before you can mm-hmm. buy it in store, it was already a gold record. Wow. And that had never happened in a gospel before. That's tough. That's tough. Hey, I can't be mad at that. Yeah. And you if you and there's people who will hurt you over while we sing. So you can't like if you take up all that <laughs> album, you get you get rid of while we sing. That's and, true. Right. And but everything able. on there, yeah, he's, he's able. able. He can handle it. Yeah. The only Speak the bad to thing, me. The bad thing about till that, we meet to, again. I mean, com- that's the whole revival. Yeah, com- the bad thing about that album compared to the other is the music, <laughs> the, whole the, the, the production. The production is is I mean it's compared to like ninety three compared to two thousand and eleven is ninety three sounds like it was done in somebody's closet. It was done on cassette. It yeah. was done on cassette. Yeah, exactly. I know. I understand. The production right. value is, is totally different now. Like that was a real live album. Like they didn't go back and clean none of it up. Like hey, we're gonna do this one time, one take, get it done. Okay, no, can but, I yeah. can I make a argument okay. that I think hero. Mm-hmm. Was to millennials what? Ninety three. Uh, ninety seven. Is that God's property? Is that the name oh, of the yeah, album? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What that was to Gen X. What Does is that make the, sense? I'm trying to. I'm Hero trying to has Hold looking on. for you. Hero. Okay. Imagine me. Could have been better. Broken hearted. Keep your head. Why your first love? All of those are really good. I can't even enter this argument because I don't. I didn't listen to Hero as much. Because Hero so, was yeah. it had been, yeah, because it had been a little minute. Because he was making, he was basically dropping something once a year, maybe every two I years. Mean, Three and years. then there was three years between Rebirth and Hero. 
I just remember that being a very big deal. That came out could, when I was in high school. Could have been Still Goes. Broken Hearted. Uh, why Stevie Wonder messed up that song up. Um, but it's Stevie. Yeah, I know. People got to talk about that too. Like at some point, it's allowed. You're allowed to say you're one of the greats, but your voice can go at some point in time, and it's okay yeah. to say you just ain't got your jumper no more. Like it's, it's yeah. some people got to acknowledge that at that point. But yeah, I don't like the latest um, love theory. I that does nothing for me. But um, losing you my know, religion, it's a good I'm strong five songs on there. Um, so what we're really talking about is what's number two. So we're going, we're, say, we're saying 2002. Saying, <laughs> there's no argument, like, don't get fired up. If we have had a hill to die on, that's that's the hill right there. So 2002 <laughs> is the hill I would die on, okay. but so it's it's basically what's number two, and, and y'all saying 2005 hero, but um. Well, her argument would make 93 number two. Like you just gave Dr. T just gave the argument that would make 93 number two. Yeah. So of I'm I'm trying to argue for look at what we're talking about in terms of the the eras that right. we're traversing here. So mm -hmm. I'm saying that you know 2002 is its own stand the test of time, right? We we already said that part of yeah. what makes that album so brilliant is that you can do anything to it. It gets everybody. Like, it is timeless, ageless, all of that. 93 is the original. That's how everybody got introduced to Kirk Franklin. And most people know songs from that album before they really even are familiar with Kirk Franklin. Okay? So mm -hmm. that's just because that was his debut. What I'm trying to say is that 2005... Mm -hmm. is like a the same sort of turning point and a transition point in terms of the 21st century that Stump was at the end of the 20th century. I'm trying to say okay. that these are two important markers. I also just want people to agree with me that Hero is a great album. Nobody, no, nobody said Hero was a great album. Yeah, oh, but I don't see. think... Mm -hmm. Go ahead. So, I'm like, sorry. What's the what's the big crossover song on Hero? Like, what's the big like? What's the, what's the big iconic song on Hero? Is it, yeah. is it looking for you? Like, would you say looking for you is like the big iconic song? Yeah, and then imagine me was an emotional, like, get all the demons off me. I can make it. I, I feel seen. I'm letting go of my trauma song. What's I remember. Such? Yeah, because it was. And mm -mm. could have been. Yeah, it could have been goes. I don't think it was a crossover song. It's Ty yeah. Trippin' and Jay Moss. It's not a crossover song. That's a hard. But that was a. It's looking. It's not looking for you. I think looking for you is it. Yeah, about looking for okay. you, not the crossover. If you, I mean, do, do you think looking for you is an iconic song? I'm, I'm asking you. I'm asking. No, okay. I'm trying. So, but but this now, is very but, nerdy but, of us. But, this whole but, conversation know, is very nerdy. I know. I was going to say this, and we could be done. But okay. now, but but the new nation. So y'all y'all on hero, but the new nation project is like hold my beer, because uh, revolution, 
Lean on Do me. Something about the name Jesus. <laughs> Lovely day. Um, Dang. My desire. This is impossible. Hammond, this like, is impossible, Cliff. Like new nation project. Yo. If you've been delivered, uh, just, okay, saying. no, I'm I, this saying. is impossible. Like the new nation project is like, hold up, I think I might take the number two spot. <laughs> let me let me just slide up in here. So is new nation that was? It's interesting. Both God's property and new nation, neither of those were actually his albums. No, the new nation project was his album. The new God's nation property project. isn't. God's property. He only had one is, song on that. God's property was that's what he group. fell out with. God's them. property would show up places without Kurt Franklin. People would get mad. Right. Like, I yeah. was somewhere. I was somewhere when it was just God's property. That was the drama mad. thing. This lady like went to security. It was like I need. To, I was supposed to get Kurt Franklin's not here. I need some. I need credit or something. Because I don't think like, people realized. Right. People didn't realize they were their own group, and he just yeah. featured yeah. on that cut. That yeah. people, people, gospel features, I guess, wasn't as prevalent at that time or something. Or they were forgetting. The New but. Nation Project basically took people from God's property and from the old family and put them in whole, and put them in one group. Mm. I, ah, remember, I, remember, like the the revolution video. You see, like some of the younger God's property yeah. head, and then some of the the family is. I think I think what Hero did for me was let me know that Kirk wasn't going anywhere. Yeah, wasn't didn't that feel yeah. like a comeback album? It, it yeah, it Kirk kind wasn't of, going anywhere. like there was something about because it was, but then losing my religion is also kind of like we hadn't heard from him in a minute. Right. What was 2011? That wasn't that strong. 2000, like. oh no, I, I would go to bat for 2011. <laughs> Wait, what was 2011? 2011 was hold on, me, uh, the essential hello, 2011 fear. was hello, fear. And before I die goes hard, right? Yeah. Before, before, before I, I die, die, I'll make an argument. Before I die, I one, like one of his best fear. songs ever. I, yeah, I think. The- I think we have another Chris Townsend who I love is doing his research. Kirk Franklin, the family, nineteen ninety three, remained at number one in the Billboard Top Gospel Album charts for forty two weeks. It was the first gospel album to sell over a million units. Mm-hmm. Off of those stats alone, would that make it the number one? No. You still, no. you no, still I mean, going. It, it's a, it's a still great going album. rebirth. It's a great album. The, the look, rebirth, look at your face. Look at your the face. Re, I, I, I'm not the only person that ever said this before. Like the mm-hmm. rebirth is just, it's just like look at song for song. If we did a versus rebirth versus um versus the '93 joint, 93. like I think I I I agree with you. I I think because uh, I saw 2002 rebirth. As like his black album, like I'm a Jay Z fan, but like his black album, I thought that was going to be his one where he he's done. He has hit the penultimate. I mean, I mean, not the penultimate, but the ultimate of what he could do. It's a wrap for him. And then he 2005. He keeps going. Yeah, I'm here. Like I'm not and reinventing himself. Yeah, you know, Hero is a little different. He's giving us a different mood. Losing my religion, though, I think is one of his strongest evangelical albums and that there's a very clear message in mm-hmm. each song and he's intentionally aiming that at church folk who are stuck on religion yeah and even the way he promoted that album i remember it was different he went on a breakfast club and he was like i am sorry that to those people 
who have been on the receiving end of people using the Bible as just a list of rules and like basically as a whip to like just punish you and condemn you. The Bible is a love letter. And he was like, I apologize on behalf of like the church and all Christians. And so I, I don't know. I think it's the context of, of losing my religion that I really appreciate. And I think 2005 also showed that was his, if you just look at it, that was really his, his first move, not his first move. I think one NC may have been his first move, but it was the move away from the big choir. Oh yeah. It was very personal. 2005 was what became, I'm a solo artist, but I keep these people behind me that sing. Yeah. And and it's because everything else was really big choir based. But 2005 became based around him. Dre, that was brilliant. (laughs) Look at, if you look at the album covers, that's the only one where he's looking like basically dead on. Mm. Everything else, he's sort of looking away. He's hiding behind something. It's more distant. That's it. (laughs) We've lost everybody now. That was after he went on Oprah, I think. Yep. (laughs) And started talking about a lot. Right. It's all good. So, yeah, but thank thank you all for indulging me with that discussion. And for the record, Rebirth of Kurt Franklin went platinum in 2003. So. <laughs> it's like, just to let y'all know. Just let y'all know that album went platinum as well. Because oh it's the best God. gospel album ever. All right, I want y'all to check out um, check out this video right here of um, this brother singing. Oh, you are a blessing. You are a blessing for what color here. So for the um, for the audio listeners, this this gentleman is saying you better bless him, you better bless him, and then uh, his teeth proceed to fall out of his mouth, all of his out of out of the mouth. Yo, your titles are getting wild, son. All all of his teeth just fall out of his mouth, and. just his top row, he, just his top set of but, teeth. But he picks him up and he, he still continues to exhort the people though. But as he gets off though, you know, he he he's he's backing off stage stage right and and uh or stage left and and yes. I'm glad he didn't put them back in his mouth. I, I was wondering about that. I'm, I'm like, glad we gotta get back to business though. No, I just had a whole thing at the beginning you missed about how okay. gross people are. Okay. No. He still continues. Yo, Mac, Mac is a whole nut in the name of Polygrip. Amen. That was that, Ill-fitting dentures. You know? I heard that something similar happened at um, a church that I'm familiar with. Okay. But instead of teeth, it was hair. I... <laughs> and instead of singing the person may have been you know dancing yes so yes yes i i yes. don't know okay was this recent? these things happen <laughs> is this recent no oh. i would you know what no i'm in a good pl- i'm in a good place currently talk about this off air <laughs> yes <laughs> i'm in a good place where i currently worship this is You're all in good fun me. i didn't say it was see i i'm just i said a church i'm familiar with <laughs> Yes, I'm familiar with a lot of churches. 
Oh, yes, I've you been are. going to church for a long time. In a lot of places. In, in, so. all, in, in, in lots of states. All across <laughs> Yo, uh, the the land of America. I got um, actually, outside of America, too. But I have heard of such a thing. Well, I got one more video. Speaking of <laughs> speaking of dancing, I have one more video. Okay. I like that brother straight backs. Go ahead, big boy. Go ahead, big boy. Pick him up. Oh. Oh, and for the audio listeners, um, you see a brother. This is a brother of some size. <laughs> and he is dancing on this small stage. And there's a gentleman behind him. And the brother dancing backs up into the gentleman, and they both fall over uh, the monitor that's on the floor, and they both end up on the ground. Yo, can I please? Mac is on one tonight. He called it an avalanche of praise. <laughs> Mac is on one tonight. There is a lot to actually unpack in this piece. Oh yeah, that I, that, that actually needs to be addressed because okay. there's, there's th this happened because of several failings. Okay, <laughs> first of all, we're gonna hold Big Boy accountable for his praise. Okay, uh -huh. yes. You, as you begin to praise, you need to be aware of your surroundings and of yourself. <laughs> I can't. You He thought my man had him. Like, but that's the thing. You're, you're getting ahead of me. You're getting ahead of oh, me. I'm sorry. Go ahead. He needs to be aware that, hey, this is a small area. I'm a man of significant standard, uh -huh. and I can't <laughs> just... You, you see what I did there? I see, see what I did okay. there. See what I did there. I'm a man of standard, and I just can't be all over the place. His shoe flew <laughs> off when he, when he hit that monitor. It's hilarious. And so that's his fault for doing that. You could have contained some of that. Place. Secondly... <laughs> This is what happens when you have a ministry team that is, you know, 50, 60 plus. They're no longer built to contain this type of praise. You got to start bringing in the young people. And because and, 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 he had to be able to, he couldn't stop that. He couldn't stop that. And so he, he wasn't really ready. For uh -huh. what was coming, he should have been leaning his shoulder in this. He's giving it a one hand thing, and then boom, he's gone. <laughs> here's the thing. Here's the thing. We gotta talk about this. We gotta talk about this. Here's the problem. My man, my man, the man of standard hit that on his hip. He hit that monitor on his hip square. If you watch the video, it's a solid two seconds, and you don't see him move. So I think he really hurt himself. Like, oh yeah, of course he did. Oh yeah, that brother really yeah, hurt himself. And so when you're, and what's going oh. on with his footwear that oh, it flew he into oh, the front yeah. row? He, he landed directly on his help. He lands right on the monitor. Oh man, he landed First right of all, on the monitor. They have this elementary school band. Look at that! Pony. Look at that! Oh, oh, the pause That's is not great. Proper Look support. at that. Why were so many people on the stage? That's what I'm saying. There's a they lot. Got there's all a lot the of failings on the stage. They got this little excuse for a podium, which is not fit for adults on it's the not stage. Fit for adults. They have another woman oh, on the stage. Right here, I don't know man. if she's on there to sing or what. They've got she the whole helping. drum set on yeah. the stage, and this is a tiny stage. There's, no. there's a lot of issues here. There's um, way too many people on that stage. If they there was no way for them to properly social distance. Okay. So this is this that is, was one clue 
that all those people didn't need to be on that stage. Why? But the one man behind, it's it's not the man that was behind him who he fell on. Yes. Doesn't look like he was paying attention. He looks a little caught off guard. So he's trying to hold on <laughs> to this little podium. Why was he standing there? He wasn't really, I don't know if he's not trained in the praise ring. He wasn't expecting my man to back up like that. Because he's smaller not. than that no. man. He's he, you can tell he's surprised. He wasn't expecting. Man. See what like he's not look right look right there. He's not looking, he's looking away. He's not paying attention. He's not looking at the target. First of all, yeah, right there. Once again, my man Chris broke down something for us. Versace slippers fly off like that. He <laughs> said, I don't know what Chris knows about Versace slippers. That's his life. But he said Versace slippers fly off like that. See? Now, uh, Renee Tucker, a frequent commenter and a frequent mm -hmm. watcher, she had a good point. You're right. As a woman of a certain age, I will not try to hold you when you're going left. It's you and the Holy Spirit <laughs> and, the, and the Holy Ghost at this point. That's true. That you got to be able to save yourself. That is and true. And if you if you clip if you continue the video, the brother that was supposed to be holding him did a wonderful jump job, and he didn't fall. Oh, he See, did. That's he true. Did. He did bail. He, he bailed oh, he on my man. Completely bailed. He was like, he was I got limber. a wife and kids. Yep. He's I like, got a family you know to feed. My insurance deductible ain't gonna cover this. He, in, in he rehab. Stumble, but he does not fall. He he mounted Hallelujah. up on the wing of eagles. So all this, is, yep. all this is my man. This is his fault right here. All this is his fault. Oh yeah, big so boy's you fault. Think his job there no, no, is not to, big boy's fault. Is to protect him. Yes, like look, he's not paying attention right now. Look, he's looking right. away. He's, he's not paying attention. A, not paying attention. He's over and, there looking at Sister Johnson. Yeah. he's not he's even a, full firmly footed. On the mm. ground, he could have prevented all this from and happening. leaning on the podium. I, I, I don't think we need. I think we are blaming the wrong person. Big boy need to know where he was and who was around him. But big boy, Agreed. big boy thought he was running up. Look, he thought he was bumping up against my man. Watch, you're gonna see, much. big boy. See, look, he almost took look, out the piano. No. You see his hand? He's sticking his hand out because he thinks my man is behind him. He so did a whole right to, turn. He's trying to brace himself up against my man. But, he but, knew what he was doing. He did a whole you can right see he's turn clearly bailing with his out. body. I think nah. I don't think you saw his hand. <laughs> Yo, wait, he, he thought he had support. Can we talk about his slipper flying every time? Every time his slipper flies and he hit directly on his hip, it's still sore. <laughs> Anybody. Anybody who's ever been to us you knows when a person gets out of pocket, right? You just give them a little push, distress signal, push in the other direction, Everybody and they the go floor. that way. Yo, I'm telling you this. I think he was doing too much. He was being extra. This was extra right here. He didn't have to come back like that. He oh. Max said, Max said, my man made a business decision. Yup. And he, he said it was time to go. He said it was time to go. One hundred percent. That's what it is. All right. Oh, y'all done with this? You got you got any more breakdown you want to do? I, I I just I feel he's over here kicking game to Mrs. Johnson. Like, well, look at me, look at me, let me hold this long young boy right here. And he wasn't paying attention to what happened. And then that's what happened right there. My man right here could have totally prevented this whole thing. No, that's not his no. fault. It's not. His, I'm not saying it's his fault. He could have. I'm gonna take it back. It's not his fault, but he could have prevented the disaster that we saw. That's all. I'm what Chris said, the the pianist, the keyboard has never stopped playing. Oh no, nope. he never stopped. He's still playing. He's like, we y'all gonna get this praise in. All right. Yep. 
Yo, here's the thing. Does his slipper go further every time the video runs? <laughs> I think it gets a little bit higher and a little bit longer. Yep, yep. Uh, it gets more distance every time. And that, that made it clean to the front row. Clean to the front row. And that brother did not move. Here's the thing. Let me okay. Here's a real question. <laughs> Yo, Dr. T is with it. Here's a question. It's a real uh -huh. question. Okay. As the praise, as the uh, musical ministers, as the people on the, the the musicians, do you stop playing while they tend to him, or do you begin to play worship music? <laughs> like, what do you do? Because at this point, this brother needs prayer. He's not getting up. Well, like somebody I, had to the come rest help of the congregation him. Is probably still dancing. But. Okay, at what point do we say, hey, we need to transition and to pray for this brother's health? Once you state. realize he's hurt. Like, if, if you, if he's he gets hurt. Up, I don't know. He didn't, he didn't get up. He didn't get up. That brother's know. hurt. All he right. was down for a solid two count before before the video. Look, 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 his other legs straightened out. He ain't even <laughs> trying to like get up. Just like the man, just like the man they held up under that water for yep. 30 seconds. Look. <laughs> <laughs> there are too many ways Just, to die I, in church. I, I, I can feel the pain in my side from two better people. Oh, he's hurt. That's still with him to this day. He hit that money hard. <laughs> yo, he that, yo, oh, shout he out to that that uh, the adjutant. He got his feet. He picked them up. Put them down. He cleared that hurdle of life known as that monitor, and he did. He like oh oh oh, and he was out. <laughs> All right, yo, every time he hits. Somebody. Let me ask you this that question. Did they hit? Yeah, you know that hurt. Ooh. You know that hurt with the positioning. Do you charge him for a damaged monitor? No. No. The you church sure? has got to eat it. No. That's the a darn thing. The church just has to because eat it. they shouldn't be encouraging that on the stage. Wait, 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 Mr. We're Deacon. blaming the musicians. Wait, wait, Mr. Deacon. No, don't not you, the musicians. Don't you know somebody who who like broke a wall, who, who put a hole in the wall or something? Yes. Did Why they, are we bringing up all the? Old I'm just asking. Well, because I'm going to ask you, Mr. Deacon, the church no, paid for that, right? Yeah, we just y'all yeah. didn't pass that cost on. No, we didn't pass that cost on. Exactly. He, that was a solid hole in that drywall too. He was doing too much that day. See, I love that brother though. <laughs> you know, he was doing too that, much of that day. I feel What's like that was the theme of today's show: doing too much. <laughs> doing too much. Like, <laughs> You ain't got to take, you know, backward right angle turns when you are catching the Holy Ghost on a tiny stage. That's exactly. doing entirely too much. Entirely you do not much. have to hold somebody, two people hold somebody under the water in a kiddie pool for 25 <laughs> seconds for baptism. It's just too much, folks. <laughs> it's too much. We're going to bring it. We need to bring it back in under control in 2022. Yes. <laughs> So, brother, do you have a rant for the people? I'm actually looking through it. I already hit that one. File. I hit that one already. Mm, that one's too much for today. No, I do have a word for the people. Okay. It's just a general word. and It's an encouragement to all my singles out there as you are moving through life. Uh -huh. I'm just going to encourage you as you are seeking of your partner or your significant other, find someone that matches your level of bougie. Okay. Because it's it's important thing. Um, part of the reason that I love my wife is because our bougies match, and it it's important. She has also helped me 
to raise or lower my level of bougie as needed. Okay. She's told me, hey, you're not doing enough in this area. Step your bougie up. Or, hey, you're doing too much. Keep it simple. And okay. bring it down. One of the things recently I've become a little bougie about, I mentioned earlier, is my plugins. I've gone to a mm -hmm. wallflower since. Uh -huh. If you know anything about the wallflower game, it can be expensive unless oh, you catch the right expensive. sales. Yeah. You know, right after Christmas, right? Catch Go all the to a, and sign a up for the list. Body works, right? Yep. Oh, okay. so, sign up is, for is the list. What, because, all right. Okay. Oh, yeah. Because it's going to get. And, and so what I love is at first, right? My wife was like, look at these prices. You're doing too much. And then she smelled the scents. And then she's like, oh, yes. Oh, yes. And since for the second round of purchases, we were on my phone together coming up with the scent choices, right? And then so for this third round of scent choices, we actually just went half and half. She picked the scent she wanted. I picked the scent that I wanted. And we just went half and half on that bill because we knew we both have a different scent pattern. But we knew that appropriate levels of bougieness had to be achieved and we wanted everybody covered because here's the thing once you go wallflower it's really hard to mix the glade with the wallflowers because it's different level of sense it's just it's completely different levels and so plus i had to get my daughter's room right because they're athletes and sometimes i love them god bless them and they just smell like athletes hey, amen i'm not gonna leave that alone but yeah. what i also loved is that we had all these individual scent holders right all these little containers of champagne in the mist and a thousand wishes and other things. And you then need something appropriate to be able to hold all those things. And so I was going to be like storage storage. Yes. Okay. I was going to, I had a creative idea. My daughter's a creative. Both my daughters are artists. If you ever, this is a little bougie. If you can get over the same time, if you've ever seen the inside of the Bath and Body Works box, it's like blue and I got it's like the blue and white inside. It's a very beautiful on the inside. I don't know why they put it on the inside. It's very beautiful. What I wanted, right, was for my daughter to take those and flip it outside and make the box and deconstruct the box and flip it. Um, my daughter wasn't really listening to me, and, okay. and, and so because I can't force her to do it, I came home one day. And my wife had purchased a beautiful storage box for the entire thing. And I was like, you know what? She understands my bougie. And like anytime you have a separate storage container just to hold your sense, so that's someone who understands you. So in life, there's lots of ups and downs. But if you can find someone to take this journey with who understands your bougies and either betters your bougies or if needs be, pull your bougie back in. Mm. I encourage you to look for that thing in your partner. Amen. Mm. That's just my that's my word for the people. Well, I can say my my level bougie, my wife level bougie is completely opposite. Like yeah. I have my level bougie is so minimal, it doesn't exist. You're you're yes true. <laughs> you are the exception that proves the rule. It doesn't exist. <laughs> You are no, I was gonna say that's how it is in the town cell household. We are pretty out of whack bougies. Never, never in life would I think Chris I'm gonna buy I'm gonna buy a special box. I'm gonna buy a special box just to hold some glade plugins. 
No, I find the I find the empty Whoa, plastic I container. So here's the thing, oh, though. So this is the oh, difference, see, though. The wallflowers are a are a unique shape. Yep. Now okay. I don't do the wallflowers and because I'm sure there's a you plastic, know I still pay daycare box. bills. I don't need so <laughs> right. You don't right right. right. So um, but you walk up have that college to college bill. That's <laughs> it's, it's close. That, it's close. Yeah. Yeah. 75, but um, 75%. Mm -hmm. the here's the here's the medium for Breeze. They up the ante. They I'm did. Just gonna say they got new go sense. to because they redid mm. their thing and it's like and it it has a light on it to tell you when you need to change it. Ooh. It's glass inserts. The inserts are glass. Yes. They they up the ante, so mm. it's still not the it's range of sense. That of the wallflower, and it's not as pretty as the wallflower. Okay. However, it's a nice medium, you know, if you're more budget conscious and right. don't have what the Abdullah household has. You yeah. know, if you're more budget conscious like me, yeah. uh -huh. the Febreze is a here, nice here. middle ground. I think that I actually might invest in that for my daughters because okay. I don't think they truly appreciate. Yeah. What the wallflowers is giving them. Because mm -hmm. I went in there. So that's the brand. I, that's the brand. What is it? Brand wallflower? That's it's called brand? a wallflower. It, it's the it's the name of the product. Oh, okay. See, I thought it's, that it's was by, the same. I, the whole no, time. It's I by thought, Bed, thought, Bath thought, and Beyond. Okay. See, this Our is. Bed, I Bath, I, Body Works. All right. It's bath and Body Works. Be, be, There's making, no bed. I'll be, <laughs> be making that name up every time. Yeah. You know, but I'm. It, thank you for that, for the, putting me on to that. Because I went to my daughter's room. I had actually given her some of my wallflower scents. And she, it, I guess it, just, it ran out. And she just had the plug-in on the ground. I said, you know how much this plug-in costs? You can't just have this on the ground. And you are affecting all of us by not having a scent in your room. And so I'm going to have to go back to the Glade for them. Because they don't truly appreciate the Yeah, no, scents. the Glade is doesn't. Uh, I, I can't the, go back or to the that. Febreze, excuse me, the Febreze. Yeah. I'm looking to the Febreze. Yeah, I agree that the Glade, I think, diluted their thing or so you had to change those way too much. Which anyway, one? Which is why, you know, you get they give you so many at Sam's Club. It's like, yeah, because this is these don't work. Um <laughs> I would say, I would say that. Um Dr. T, do you have a word for the people? I gave all my words at the beginning. Yeah, earlier, okay. Um, okay. She went yeah. off about airport bathrooms. You missed it. Oh. And and how people act in general while traveling um, the airways. And okay. it is that, you know, my conclusion was that people are disgusting. I have new headphones and these I've, aren't I've, working. I've noticed. <sighs> okay. Uh, <laughs> I'm so frustrated. <laughs> and I also can't hear. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I also can barely hear, but... Anyway, um, yes, you all just people okay. are disgusting, and everybody needs to do better. And I don't know what's coming after COVID, but let me tell you, it's going to be bad because in these COVID streets, in these COVID streets, people are barely washing their hands. Mm. They've stopped singing the ABC song twice. They're not flushing the toilets. Yeah, that's nasty. It's. I, I, that's, that's the worst part of it to me. Talk to Just me. Just flush the toilets. Just flush the toilets. That is one of the grossest things. I'm at mm -hmm. the, I'm, I'm at the airport bathroom. Half the stalls you can't even go on. <laughs> it's got a lot of, 
the previous and I, can't, and I don't even want to look. Oh, yes. The worst uh, see, you is got when you see the person now. come out of the. <laughs> about to go back at Come out of the stall. And yeah, I'm looking at you. You nasty so and so. Now, what I love about this oh, boy. moment in her life is that I'm not the only one making bathroom observations now. No, yeah, both are. Now, it's, it's both of y'all now. And so I it, yeah. it, it appreciate. See, there's a lot happening in the bathroom that will make you rant. God forbid you just go in there, use the bathroom, and go out. No, that, that's hey, way man. too easy. I don't think I'm ever going to go into public bathrooms again without my mask on. Because, <laughs> because I, I have a, like I needed a hazmat suit. Yep. I didn't want the bottom of my shoes so touching. <laughs> 10 years from now, five, 10 years from now, when it's hopefully all over, you're just going to have a mask in your back pocket just in case you got to go to the public bathroom. You're just going to it out. Okay. I'm going to give you a little too much information. And on planes. I'm never traveling on a plane again without a mask. When, when I, <laughs> you're funny. When I I travel anywhere, either driving or flying, I have my backpack with me. You know, I have a, like a yeah. traveling backpack that I keep with me. In that backpack, I always make sure before we leave, I have a, a two packs of travel size wipe ones. Because I always know that a a stop at a public bathroom might happen. And I'm wiping down every single seat that, that anything that I may have to touch. And so, yes, I am always thinking about what may happen in a public bathroom and I'm prepared for it. Okay. And I do keep masks on me at all times because some of the funk coming up, some of y'all, uh, some of y'all behinds in the bathroom. I don't know what you're eating. I don't know what you drink. I don't know what's happening in the system. But it's disgusting, and I actually have a sensitive constitution. And I, if, if, I it, no, I do because if, if the smell is too bad, I have been known to, and I, you know, and I don't want to. I have actually thrown up before because something was too bad. There have been times I have needed to go to the bathroom, and I have walked into a bathroom, smelled something, and walked out just because I'm gonna just have oh, to hold yeah. it. Chris I'm and I were somewhere, and I was like, I can't, I couldn't do it. I couldn't yep. do it. Couldn't do it. Yeah. Where were we, Chris? I can't remember, but he went in. Oh my gosh. We were at a PF Chains. This is the nastiest. We were in Florida. Mm. This mm. is the nastiest PF Chains. I was so upset because I like PF Chains. Love PF Chains. Mm. And when you live in State College, yeah, every restaurant Chains. experience that you have outside of State College is, is very critical. <laughs> Important. Okay? And they just ruined it. Oh my gosh, this is the craziest PF Chang's ever. Oh my gosh, it was gross. It was so gross. I just walked in. I didn't even look at the stall. I walked into the bathroom. And I was like, the devil is a liar. And I turned around. Yep, turn around. You made, you made I will a business hold decision. it if I am, you know, just about to pass out by the time mm -hmm. we get back to where we'll, we were going. I'll, we'll, I'll figure it it. We'll, hmm. we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. I evidently it's time to shut it down. I've yeah. embarrassed, embarrassed my my mother, <laughs> and so whatever, I I could have gone into it, but it's it's real. Keep your keep your fresh wipes with you, because you need to. Also, I have discovered that they do Clorox wipes in tra individual travel size. Oh yeah, oh yep. yeah. Found those bad boys. Here's wiping down everything. I collect them from like if you stay in a hotel, they mm -hmm. they have them. I just collect them. From each. Okay. <laughs> okay. I like what you're doing. I like what you're doing. You know. 
Yep. Hey. So hey. I believe and it. And because they're really they're in those like individual ones, so it's it's handy. But yep. yeah. I believe yo, last last comment, brother. <laughs> Chris Townsel. When I slipped <laughs> on my way into the bathroom, I knew I was in for a trial and tribulation. <laughs> Ain't nothing worse than slipping in a public bathroom because you don't know what you just slipped in. Oh, <sighs> I could go into this for a while. I'm gonna wrap up, Cliff. We're done. It's yeah. all right. It's all right. <laughs> I just oh, he taking out his earphones. No, I, I was scratching my ear. That's all. <laughs> all the things he's brought on to this show. We he's upset about our scratching bathroom. My ear. That's all I'm saying. Okay, at least it's Christian church related. <laughs> hey, all the church folk got a poop too. That's all. Oh, we okay. That could be a whole other thing. Okay. <laughs> Church I just, bathroom. I just, I just wonder. That's church. we could do a whole segment. Don't get me started bathroom. on church bathrooms. It takes me to a bad place, but we can do a whole, <laughs> a whole conversation. I'll give you a solid thirty minutes on that. Yeah, church because bathroom. there are levels. Oh, oh, I've been in some fancy church bathrooms. Oh, really? That will knock your socks off. Oh, yes. I've been in oh, because women's bathrooms in churches in really expensive churches are on a whole other level. They have like extra rooms in there. It's like nice couches and stuff. Why is there a couch in a bathroom? Nursing. That's what I think. Also, Mm -hmm. women be talking and stuff. I don't know. Here's my thing, right? There's like living rooms in some late women's (laughs) uh, bathrooms. Cliff is done. He's okay, done. Okay, we'll us. we'll stop. We're, okay, we're, we're, I was letting y'all have y'all bathroom talk. That's hey, a I'm separate. Good. We need to do a separate. Y'all was really we'll excited. I'm of church bathrooms. There are levels of church bathrooms. Let me ask you this: of all the things floating in the air in a bathroom that may land on a fabric soft a uh, fabric surface such as a couch, why would you want to sit on the poop couch? Oh no, it's separate. Oh. It's okay. like a lounge, and then the bathroom is like a separate part. Oh, it's kind of like an ensuite. So an ensuite, have, like yeah. So it's like you go in. This is like if you ever been to like a, a nice department store. The uh-huh. women's bathrooms are like this too. When you first go in, it's like a room. It's like a living it's like room, like a little lounge area. Yes. Yeah, and then and then it's a separate. I didn't know bathroom. any of this. Oh yeah, this is yes. The quality of the feminine products that they have in there. Different levels. These are things that we look at. Yeah. Okay. okay. This is good to know. I'm just saying. Cliff, I appreciate you indulging us in this conversation. It's, no, it's not even me. I, I just I just want to uh say a special blessing over the 14 people that are still watching <laughs> that that on site. Through this whole discussion. We have actually gained listeners. They forgot listeners. to click off. Yeah, we the have actually gained listeners since we started talking about this. 11, but, on, 11 <laughs> on Facebook and the two that's on YouTube. I signed in and we had 10. We have God, 14. God bless all of you people. <laughs> they wanted to talk about bathroom God bless too. all of you people. Yeah, because I think my mama just signed off. Well, amen. God bless y'all. <laughs> she was tired of you oversharing. She... <laughs> it's all right. You know, I just want people to know how you all should properly prepare when you travel. Make sure you got your wipes with you. Amen. Amen. Feel comfortable wherever you're going to go. That's all I got to say. Y'all good? Mm-hmm. You sure? I promise you. And Rich asked me what's wrong with the Lakers. I wish I knew, Richard. 
I wish I knew. They are the world of hurt. Yeah. All right. You sure y'all y'all don't want to talk about you know anything no, else? Good. Okay. I, I actually have a question that is written down that I have not shared in weeks because I think it's too much. And so if you wanted to, if you think I'm oversharing now, I actually have stuff I'm holding back because even I said that may be too much. Okay. And so I just want you to know I am censoring myself. Oh, okay. I am. Okay. I'm done. I'm done. You know, believe it or not, a lot of y'all don't know. When we first, when me and Jay first got together, I was the one who had to be censored and would say too much. And I think like, you, you still are. You can't say that. I think you still are. <laughs> I just think these is the simple I was bathroom with the crazy questions. And this is simple yeah. questions about bathroom etiquette. I think yeah. it's an important part of everyone's life. Well, the neighbors want you to ask the question. Nah, this one's too much. I'll run it by y'all off the air, and then we'll see. You know, I don't care. Okay. Okay. No, <laughs> all right. <laughs> well, I thank all the neighbors who have hung out with us this long, especially if you listen to this on audio. God bless you. If you, you hung this long, like it's nothing. You you you're not entertained by the comments and the chat. Like you just listening. God bless. God bless you. you. If you hung this long, thank you very much. We do this show every Tuesday at 9 p.m. Eastern, right here on Facebook and YouTube. Uh, you. We appreciate thank you all neighbors who hang with us uh and, and contribute live we really appreciate it if you can't watch live it's okay you can always catch us on demand whenever you want to you go to turn you see all the different ways you can watch on demand uh or uh, check out the turn to your neighbor podcast wherever you get your podcast from we thank you neighbors so much because the neighbors are um would make this show so much better and we just appreciate everybody who, who contributes with your comments and everything those of you who watch live and hang with us every week even the on-demand neighbors we appreciate y'all too especially mm -hmm. the 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 faithful audio listeners Thank and the ghost watchers we appreciate y'all too yes. ghost watchers. the ghost watchers and the shame watchers the shame watchers yes wow. we appreciate that too all right you got anything else wanna... no okay all right then, until next time, neighbors, take care and be blessed. Peace.